Let's go, let's go, here we go. Let's go is on the air. Tommy, how are you, pal? I'm doing good, Scratchy. Great talking to you. Coming off a pretty good sports weekend. So a lot of football on, some WNBA hoops. I got a chance to go see the Aces play against the Liberty. Two great, great teams playing each other for the WNBA championship. I had saw saw Money Mayweather in the crowd. I love seeing him. Saw LeBron, saw Cheryl Swoops. Uh, Mark Wahlberg was there, a lot of friends. So it was really a fun day. Your first game as a minority owner with Mark Davis. And so uh, what did the owner think? Pretty good pretty good place to start in the championship and you win the game. Yeah, I think everyone was pretty happy. And I just love seeing those girls out there with kind of the, the, the competitiveness they have too. It's so meaningful to them. And we had Asia on last week. And man, she stepped up and played so well. Jack Young played great. Kelsey uh, had a great game. Um, they, they just played really well and they got, they got another, they got a tough series ahead. This Brianna Stewart is a great player. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu is great player, a center that's a dominant center. So it's, it's, it's fun, man. And, and in between watching a lot of football, again, for me, part of this has been really fun, you know, having a chance to not play football has allowed me to open my eyes to a lot of other things. And, you know, it's, it's been really fun to kind of not be so caught up in, one area of life and allow my mind to be in a few other places. And it's been very enlightening and very enriching for me, especially to support women's sports, which I've loved since I've been a kid. Let's go is brought to you by Delta airlines. Delta believes the pursuit of perfection is a never ending journey. And every day provides new opportunities to keep climbing towards that. Let's go moment. Visit Delta.com to book today. Tommy it's full flight already for the San Francisco 49ers. I know we're just five weeks into this thing, but they run the Dallas Cowboys out of the arena last night up in Santa Clara. How do you explain this Brock Purdy? He's never lost a game in the National Football League. Yes, he lost the championship game, but he really didn't play because he could barely hand off the football. They're doing a great job. It's just by, and I played them last year and they got a good team and they, but you know, I, I played on a lot of great teams over the years too. And what did we do? We controlled the line of scrimmage. We ran the ball. Well, we stopped the run. They rushed the passer. They've been playing with leads, you know, and I give coach Shanahan a lot of credit too, because he's done a great job. And, you know, you, you don't hear of guys like Brock Purdy until Brock Purdy's doing amazing things out on the field. So it's kind of a fun story. And, and I hope it continues for him because he seems like he's a really humble, you know, young man. And, and he wants to go out there and do great things. And people, the, you know, I think the more you kind of have that chip on your shoulder like he does, and there were not quite the expectations, it's nice to go out there and continue to prove people wrong. So, you know, they're off to a great start in the season. There's a lot of teams that are kind of off to some great starts. There's some that, you know, it's been tough. It's been a tough road for certain teams. So, you know, but again, it's only five weeks in. I, I played on a Super Bowl team that we were five and five in 2001, and we ended up winning the Super Bowl. The New York Giants beat us twice. I think they were nine and seven both of those years. So it's a long way to go. Um, but, you know, it is nice to sit back and enjoy watching football in a different capacity. Can you relate at all to this, Brock Purdy? Did you have a roommate back when, when you became the starter for the, yeah, for the Patriots? He has a roommate now. He's paying whatever he's paying for rent. And he's, you know, it's such an unlikely story that we hear this today. You did it those 23 years ago, but times have changed so much. You know, you, you just wouldn't think that is the case. Well, it's just because the world of like promotion, self-promotion, you know, there's a lot of hype built into a lot of things and, you know, he's kind of under the radar, but he just goes about his job. And I think a lot of people can really respect that in a lot of different industries. You know, it's nice to have people that can show up every day 
put the team first, do what they're asked to do. And, you know, he's done a good job of that. He's really exceeding a lot of people's expectations. And I think the Niners in general are, are playing great football and exceeding a lot of people's expectations. So, you know, the difference is you got to keep it going all year. This is everyone thinks through five weeks. Oh, this is the way things are going to go. And as we know, I've been on a team that was 10 and 0 at one point and we finished 12 and four. You know, we lost four of our last six and lost in the in the championship game. So, you know, I just try to caution people from making preliminary judgments about the team. And we're in the world of anticipatory judgments. But, you know, when you've been in sports like I've been in sports for a long time, I think you just you take it as they come. You know, it, who's going to win in the NFL? Whoever plays good that week. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. We got a very special guest coming up. His name is Jimmy Donaldson. Y'all know him as Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast joins us here in just a few moments. Our program is brought to you by Golden Nugget Hotel and Casinos. Golden Nugget offers you the perfect destination for the ultimate getaway. Enjoy the hottest action and entertainment in the heart of the Fremont Street experience in Las Vegas next time you're in town for a game. Visit goldennugget.com to book your getaway today. That's goldennugget.com. Tom, you talk about do your job. And you did your job really well for 20 years with the New England Patriots and the man who invented that. Um, it's It's been a struggle the last couple of weeks, and I know you feel for everything that's going on there, but they've lost 72-3, to three, and you know this man better than anybody professionally. This man has been at the top, and he he is the standard of excellence. Yeah. Okay, he's won six Super Bowls. And as we talked about a couple of weeks uh, off this show, He's still the same coach. He's doing the same things. He's still coaching the same way. So how do you think he's dealing with this mentally? How do you think that he is handling this um, when everything that he's about is the exact opposite? I think the <clears throat> results are, are different from what they've been from, but I know that he's still got the same, you know, work ethic. He's got the same coaching style. And, you know, I think the thing that I think it, as I watch not only the Patriots, but a lot of things, football's a hard sport. You know, it was very different when I was in there because I could control a lot of the outcome. You know, when I'm sitting here watching from afar, you know, I realize, God, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of things that need to go right in order to have team success. And I was a part of a lot of those teams. And, you know, I didn't take any of those things for granted. I needed a great defense. I needed a great kicker. Obviously, I needed a great coach. I needed great receivers and a great O-line. If I was going to be successful as a player, I needed all those things. And I was fortunate to have a lot of those things over a long period of time. So, you know, I, I, the teams that lose, they're putting a lot into it. The teams that win, they're putting a lot into it. It's a relentless sport, you know, and there's nothing is given to you. It's all hard. Losing is hard. Winning is hard. You know, to, to be in it year in and year out is hard. Uh, to lose and have a horrible season is very hard. So will he, be, will, he will, will he still be the same guy with these losses, or do you think that that he's going to? Yeah, that that he's he will alter. Um, no. do, you, do you think that his demeanor will approach? He'll come into work tomorrow and the next day the exact same as he was when he was winning. Absolutely, I think that he he's got a very consistent approach that he's always taken, and you know it's it's the right approach. It's try to prepare the players, give them the best opportunity to succeed. You know, you get out there in the field. In the end, you know, the coaches, once the play's called in, the player, you know, the player's got to go do it. And it's, it's, it takes great coaching staff to win. It takes great players to win. It takes great front office support to win. It's an organizational win. It's an organizational loss. And again, I think people are always, and I've always 
you know, to subscribe a win or a loss to one player. And they did that for me a lot with winning. And I always said, it's not about me. It's about us. You know, it's, it's, and, and when you lose, you know, it, as a leader, when you lose, you, you, you take, you take the blame and you give the credit when you win, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a team sport. It's not golf. It's not tennis. It's not wrestling. It's not swimming. It's not diving. You know, we chose a team sport and with the team sport, there's a lot of variables. And I think now that I'm in, in, in a different part of my life, when I look at that and I try to subscribe values to different positions and players and parts of the offense, defense, special teams, you know, it's, it's the ultimate team sport. Not one, there's no one person that can impact, one person can impact the game quite a bit. But it doesn't matter if the field goal kicker is 100% and he's 5 of 5 of field goals and he makes five 60-yard field goals and he has the best game of his career and the defense gives up three touchdowns and you lose 21 to 15. So as great as the kicker could play on a given day, you'll, you'll lose. A quarterback could play really well and the defense could play poorly and you lose and vice versa. So in, my point is it's a team sport. You know, coaches need players, players need coaches. You got to have the right processes in place. You got to have humility. You got to continue to learn. And, um, you know, it's a great culture up there in New England. They, they, we've had a great culture for a long time, as long as I was a part of it. And, you know, it's tough to see teams lose. And I think you realize the competitiveness of the NFL. It's a very difficult league to win. And when you do win, you need to appreciate it because it's a hard thing to do. And I said it's hard to win a game in the NFL, and you could see that now. It's very hard to win. We got Mr. Beast coming up. His name is Jimmy Donaldson. Everybody knows him. One final thought here, Tom. Uh, you were great at the quarterback sneak, and it's kind of been revolutionized here in the last like year and a half uh, with, with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Um, what do you think of this old uh, brotherly shove, the uh, so-called tush push? It's pretty, uh, it's, it's been effective for the Eagles. And I, I think they have a ridiculous, well, they have a good percentage. I think a lot of quarterback sneaks are good. The difference is when I did it, I, it was a certain look that I was trying to do it against. It wasn't necessarily, Hey, we're going to call this is what we're going to do. I think the only thing I worry about at that particular play is, they all know it's coming when you line up in that formation. And I mean, the quarterback's going to take a lot of shots and I don't know how many times you want your quarterback taking shots. So yeah, it's effective for a one yard gain, but it might be ineffective someday when someone hits a right shoulder of a quarterback, cause they know it's coming. So yeah, you know, you may have some, some, you know, short-term game, you may have some long-term pain. So they might have to come up with a, a tush toss or instead of the tush push or a, some variation off the tush push to keep people honest. Cause if they keep lining up and you're giving it to your quarterback, even though Jalen's, you know, a pretty strong guy, you know, you're, you're putting yourself in harm's way as well. So there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot to be gained. And, and sometimes, you know, you don't want to see people get hurt, but when you put yourself in that position, like they're doing that a lot, you know, things happen. Well, they're 34 out of 37, 92%, but uh, maybe it's just me, but the, uh... Tush push sounds like something that a parent would say to a constipated toddler. So, uh, <laughs> but it's very effective on the football field. And, it's been good. Uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps it will be with some parents and toddlers as well. With that, we will bring in uh, Jimmy Donaldson. He will join us when we return. Stay with us here on Let's Go. Our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Make your engagement truly unforgettable by custom designing your dream ring with K today. Book an appointment with a jewelry expert at K.com or just visit your local store and celebrate every kiss with K.
Jimmy Donaldson, Mr. Beast. He joins us when we return. Tom Brady, Jim Gray, Larry Fitzgerald here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbercast. If you're listening to Tom Brady's podcast and you're thinking, I wish I knew more about the last active athlete to be drafted by the Montreal Expos, then boy, do we have a baseball podcast for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're talking about Tom Brady. No, mostly we're talking about baseball, and you should join us and download Baseball Barbercast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. Let's go! Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know it's easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle, smelling the game day concessions from your seat. It's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game, and you know that Amex will be with you every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express, don't live life without it. And nobody, Tommy, nobody lives life without this guy. Go ahead and introduce our special guest. Well, a good friend of mine and uh, got introduced to me by none other than, well, some amazing people in my life. Uh, my little young ones, Benny and Vivu, who Jimmy was uh, very thoughtful to invite them up to his studio. So we had it's a great Jimmy time Donaldson, Mr. Beast, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was getting to that point. <laughs> And we just had a fun day and we've just had a really fun friendship and I admire all the things that he does because he's connecting with a lot of different people. And I think that, you know, the, the world is so content driven and, you know, how Jimmy's kind of disrupted this industry. And, um, you know, he's, I'd say for me, it's interesting because, you know, I've been so focused on one area of my life in sports. And then I had a, you know, I have a son who's very creative and, you know, he loves his, uh, you know, connecting with things online and so forth. And, and, and Jimmy's done that with so many kids across America and now the world. And not only is he doing great things, but he's giving back to the community. He's got a lot of fun challenges. I've been a part of a few of these things. Not the challenges, even though my son Benny wants me to be involved in the challenge at some point. Come on down. But, uh, I know. Tell us about one of the ones that, uh, that you got going right now. I want to hear because you always yeah. kind of blow me away with the things that are kind of you're creating in your own head. Yeah. Well, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So to answer this question, we usually have a, a long-term challenge going on in the background right now. Um, I bought a grocery store and then I grabbed a random person on the street and I said, every day you live in this grocery store, you win $10,000. So there's a guy in a grocery store, like a couple of minutes down the road. And I think he's on, He's on like day 55 or something like that. So he's won 550 grand. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a strategy thing because obviously the produce will go bad in the first week and you got to kind of ration the food and figure out how to fight boredom and things like that. So it's like fun for the contestant because they get to push themselves mentally and win a bunch of money. And then obviously as the viewer, it's like, oh my gosh, does he survive a whole year in there or or whatnot? Amazing. I know. What was it to give everyone just a little insight? Because Jim's a little older than us too. I mean, I consider myself so young, man. The first... (laughs) kind of viral video that you had explain to everybody what you were kind of the concept you came up with well it's funny when i first joined the call he was uh joking about it i i counted to a hundred thousand because i i'm in north carolina most people who get super famous are obviously in california or hollywood or new york so like i'm over here in the middle of nowhere no one really cares who i am 
So I was like, how do I get people's attention? So I just turned on a camera and I counted for 40 hours straight all the way up to 100,000. <laughs> and I, I'd already made a thousand videos at this point, but no one cared. But that was like my next video, uploaded it. And people were just like, what is this idiot doing? Why is he counting for so long? And it actually people started making fun of me for doing it, which inadvertently like got my name out there because everyone was like, why would you do this? And like a lot of news stations were covering it. And everyone's just like, why? Uh, and I didn't have a why, which was funny. Um, and then that kind of is how it got out there. And then that money made, or that video made a bunch of money and I started giving away and here we are. Amazing. I think so much of this, like you, you know, you kind of the, in the influencer culture and stuff and, and all your content creation. And you've got these videos now that have these massive budgets uh, yeah. that you've talked about and you don't want to, you know, kind of go back on a lot of these budgets that you've created. I've seen a part of the things you've done, but what was there, what was there a point where there was the difference between the things you were doing and other people that, you know, really were, were YouTube influencers were doing and, you know, you weren't really a classic YouTuber anymore. Was there like a particular video or set that you did that began yeah. to set you apart where you realized like, holy fuck, like, you know, this has gone to a new level. I, I love that you swore. That means I can. Um, you swear, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's probably a lot like you, you know, for your career. I assume there's no point where you're like, this is where, you know, everything changed. It was probably for the most part, you're just getting 0.001% better every day over 10 years. So it's very similar for us. Um, I would say, though, what most got us out there is like, I just wasn't afraid to torture myself. So I buried myself alive for 50 hours, which I'm actually after the show going to bury myself alive for a week because <laughs> whatever reason. So I got in a coffin. My friends dug a hole six feet underground, put me there, buried, covered it up. Uh, and I sat there, laid there for 50 hours. People loved it. I got like 300 million views crushed. So we're going to run it back. But this time for a week, um, I spent 50 hours in solitary confinement. Or some of the other ones, like just random things like that. Like, people... do you eat when you're in that coffin, or what? How does that go? <laughs> well, so I actually don't talk about this that much. So basically, you don't want to have to uh, poop while you're in the coffin. So you you have to <laughs> fast before you go in to clear your digestive tract, and then I start eating when there's like 24 hours left, so I don't have to poop until they dig me up, because <laughs> that way it doesn't like smell and it's not weird. <laughs> Um, so I, cause David Blaine, he buried himself alive for seven days. So he consulted with me and he just didn't eat for seven days. So that's how he got over the whole bathroom thing. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty smart. So I did the same thing and it, it worked to a T even in the world of like marketing, Jimmy, cause you kind of like even disrupted that, you know, it's like you get every, every, every brand would love to have a hundred million people see what they do. Like a fucking Super Bowl commercial would love a hundred million people. You know, and you, you're like every single time delivering on that. You know, what can people, you know, it's like the digitization of the world has changed so much. You know, our, our, our tablets, our devices, streaming, you know, all the things that compete for our eyes. But, you, you know, you so much, I think, crack the code on, on, on how to reach people. Like, what can marketing people learn from you? I mean, what can people who... You know, either there's this dinosaur way of thinking about marketing in general, too, and connecting with people. I mean, how do you move beyond that into was what that you a should shot? Was that a of shot? Of course it's a shot. Was that no. a shot? You know, that uh, was really Jimmy. Jimmy, get after him, Mr. Beast. That was that was a very thinly yeah. veiled shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, yeah, the, the hard thing is, uh, you know, I think, like, uh, people don't spend enough on influencer marketing. I think it's still highly underrated right now. And. Yeah, exactly. Like 
uh, which this might not be the correct show to say this on. So I mean, feel free to cut it out. But you know, if you <laughs> bought an ad hypothetically on television, you're one ad jammed in between a dozen other ads. You know what I mean? It's not as special. And most people, when a you know commercial break comes on, they go to their phone and they start flipping around. Whereas if you're watching content on your phone and an ad comes out, you don't have another phone to switch to. You usually the the percentage of people who actually watch the ad are way higher. And on top of that, you're not just sandwiched in between a dozen other ads. So I think people severely underestimate, you know, influencer marketing, mostly because the people behind marketing budgets are just older and they just don't use this social media as much. Um, and um, yeah, I think for marketers, you know, it is infinitely cheaper to buy one of my videos that do on average 200 million views a pop. You're not sandwiched between 12 other ads than it is to buy a Super Bowl commercial. And you're one of like 200, you know what I mean? That Super Bowl. Uh, so again, probably not the right show to say that. But. No, it's, it's actually it's actually perfect. And with that, let's go is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos oh, Tequila yeah. is brought to you by those who drink it. Well, what do you think of that, there, Jimmy? Yeah, I, I love it. Beast. I love uh, Casamigos Tequila. That's uh, it's my favorite tequila. It's great. I love how it just goes down very well. The Casamigos Tequila. I love it. Jimmy, in the world of sports, too, like you've done this partnership with the Charlotte Hornets, which one second, I got to take a sip of my Casamigos tequila. This is Go ahead, right yeah. ahead. Mike Meldman and George Clooney and Randy Gerber going to be very happy in the world of sports. Jimmy, you, you did a deal with, uh, you know, Charlotte Hornets, which I think at this point, I don't know why you just didn't buy the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but you're, you're the first content creator kind of in the realm. So how did that come about? And, and what are you trying to do with them? Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, I just thought it would be cool uh, to get our logo on the court. So, which we ended up getting like a jersey patch for Feastables, which is our snack brand, and a couple other things. But I just thought it'd be awesome because I usually just watch the games and sometimes go to them, you know, when I'm there, just to have our logo on the court. So it wasn't probably as 500 IQ big brain as it could have been. Like, oh, I think it would get this many impressions, which would sell this many bars. I just kind of like, I want my logo on the court. That would look cool. So that's about as far as I thought into it. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I wasn't expecting as many people to care. Like when that announcement came out, you know, it was trending on Twitter and a lot of people were talking about it and making a very big deal about it. So, I mean, so far it's worked out pretty well, to be honest. Awesome. You know, you're talking about giving giving people advice. Uh, how would you advise us on on making this video somehow take off? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have... If you really wanted it to take off, I'd have Tom say he's coming out of retirement. There you go. <laughs> Smart, Jimmy. <laughs> Here, just, you, just say it. Here, just say wait, it. I'm coming out of retirement. Just say it. I'm not coming out of retirement. I'm coming out okay, of so retirement. You know, all, all you have to do is cut the knot, put that at the start, and then be like, coming later in this podcast, and your attention will be through the roof. The video will go crazy, and you're good. Problem solved. <laughs> Tommy, take the advice. Try it again. Pretty smart. <laughs> Pretty smart. I can't tease that. I'd have my parents would call. My kids would call. They, they, they'd kill me. I wouldn't be around by tonight. <laughs> you Plus, Jimmy, he he's, Jimmy, he's already done that once. So we need something more original. Right. You, yeah. I said you're, you're only allowed one retirement, one unretirement. And I've, I've used it up. So yeah. at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to being in more of your videos because my kids don't think I'm shit. At the end of the day, you know, Jimmy's the one that, you know, he's, he's got, you know, their attention. So if he tells them to do something, he's got a lot more influence than I do. So I'm actually trying to stay on their good side. Yeah. Come on down. It'd be fun to have you as a contestant. Cause it, 
imagine my viewers, you know, they just click on a video and it's like a hundred people competing and then just randomly it's Tom Brady. They'd be like, what the heck? It would be so funny. So, so we got to make it, I'll do it. We just got to make a competition that I'm somewhat decent at. I don't think you could put me up. You can't bury me alive or something like Wait that. Wait a minute. So. The next the next competition, isn't the next competition going to be for 100 days? You have to stay in, in like a, a, oh. a small room together for $500,000? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that that one we already started. So which also Tom is too busy for that. But yeah, I have a every day I go check in on the guy in the grocery store. I give him $10,000. And then after that, I drive to um, a mini little set I built. And I grabbed two strangers and I, uh, they were blindfolded. They had never met each other. They went into this big room, has a bathroom, enough food for 100 days, all the necessities, a sink, that kind of stuff, um, beds. And it's like, and then I, they took their blindfolds off. And it was, if you two live here together for the next 100 days, you get half a million dollars. But if one person leaves, you get nothing. And like, so I have two people staying in a random room together, seeing if they can survive 100 days. And then I have a guy in a grocery <laughs> store. Um, <laughs> And then I'm thinking about buying a yacht and then doing a challenge where it's like, if you can live 100 days on a yacht, you keep it. And then like putting someone in sea on a boat, something like that. So I'll, actually, I'll probably get to the point where like the first six hours of my day is just checking in on people and my like endurance challenges. Well, th thanks for having me, everybody. It was Mr. It was, Beast. Uh, thanks for joining us. Jimmy Donaldson. Appreciate it. No problem. Take care. That's Mr. Beast. He's got Feastables. Tom works out with TB12 plant-based protein powder. It's gonna elevate your performance. It's the perfect choice to maintain a low-carb diet without compromising taste or performance. Check it out and other TB12 sports performance products at tb12sports.com. That's tb12sports.com. Tom, this guy is unbelievable. I mean, when you, when you think about the imagination that he has to have to capture everybody else's imagination, it, it's really phenomenal what he's done. He's only 25 years old. He's a young guy, but it, I think the world is, you know, it's the direction the world's heading. And I think more people have to understand that what's really been created over the last 20 years with the Internet, with fiber optic cables, with technology, with digitalization of everything. You know, the world is about content, content creation. So he talks about 200 million people seeing something. That's everybody's dream. Everyone's competing for the same set of eyes and he knows how to get them better than everyone else. So if you're trying to make a positive influence on the world, you're trying to do the right things, you need people to pay attention. And, you know, he's done a great job because he gets people to pay attention. As you can hear, he's just such a genuine guy and he's, he's doing it for the right reasons. And, and I've got a lot of respect for him and, and his crew. He's got some other great guys that he works with too that are cool guys. Tommy, good job on the interview. And we will talk to you next week right here on Let's Go. Look forward to it. Here our full-length interview with Mr. Beast right now on the SiriusXM app, included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Thanks to our great producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, and to our sponsors, Delta Airlines, American Express, K Jewelers, Casamigos Tequila, TB12 Sports, Golden Nugget Hotel and Casinos, and Brady Brand. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. And thanks to all of the guys over at Shadow Lion for all of their help. Listen to the full version of Let's Go every week on the SiriusXM app, included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Now for Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, I'm Jim Gray. We'll talk to you again next week right here on SiriusXM. Let's Go.
SiriusXM Podcasts.